You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science Family Manga Podcast Family Not Network. I'm here with my man. Luke Hollywood. Hey, what up, Luke? Hey, what up, Jim? The Wolf Man. The Wolf Man's up. Are you the Wolf Man? <laughs> you may or may <laughs> not be the Wolf Man. Here we are with eight chapters, I think, that we're going to go through this week as we start to add a couple new books. Build if you up. have been listening, you'll realize, oh my God, they're doing Undead Unluck. And oh. you ended up telling me, pretty good chapter to jump in on. I'll admit right now, I'm not fully caught up. But I did read this chapter. It's an unforgettable read, Jim. Oh, my goodness. It is. It's as if I read it and I didn't see what was going on. But then I did. Right. Hey, we'll see what that's mm. all about in a minute, because we're going to kick right into this. What are we starting with, Luke? Well, we are pretty motivated to start things off with Dan to Dan's chapter 96. Motivation. Mr. Motivator. I wonder if anybody sits there and's like, I wonder what he's gonna do to play this chapter title into mm. what is going on. I keep him guessing. Oh yeah, you keep him you know, you keep me guessing when you're gonna show <laughs> up is what I end up saying. But with all this, we end up having alien invasion. Uh-oh. And Dan Dan. And really this chapter full out alien invasion and i swear i got about halfway through and i was like is this it are we just going to be punching yeah really because it is just okay let's fight aris like we got to do this that she sends uh momo off to another deal and you don't know what's going on there's no plan b they even say but they are trying their best but they're getting their butts handed to them. They are having a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. They need some help. I wonder where that could come hmm. from. One of the parts could end up coming from, say, Granny, Turbo, but really, what's up with old Okaron? Because the, the battle itself flies by. And really what oh, you're yeah. told then is they better end up taking care of everybody here because if they don't, and if they don't close portals, there's going to be a million of these aliens. They're done. They're completely Problems. done. Now, they don't mention the one thing that I thought was kind of an odd thing. The idea of gravity being trouble for these aliens, but also they can't stay. Like, if you can fight them off for a while, they will have to leave. Yeah, they can't stick around. Yeah, but they're getting their butts handed to them. And so you have to wonder, how is this going to work? Even Gigi, he stepped up his game. Mm-hmm. He ends up saying, like, out of nowhere, it seems odd, but he's like, I think that I can do this better. And they're blasting Momo can do stuff a little better, too. Ara's in her, you know, demon form. Whoa. And they need help, though. And that's where you go. And you just cut. I mean, you're mid-battle. You cut over where Okaron has followed his tail. Dude, where's my house? to where the house was. Yeah, dude, where's my house? The house is gone. I thought that this was a funny little play because they did end up down in that bunker and it seemed like an odd little play, but now it makes sense because the house is gone, mm-hmm. but Okaron's body is down. I like that they ended up putting, you know, a little ward on him Protect so that he him. wouldn't be hurt. I don't know why they ended up making him food though. Cold curry. Okaron goes and says, okay, I'm going to zap back into my body, takes a breath just like the Telephone lines, boom. He's in, Viral. he gets up, he's out of the coma, he's ready to go. They left him curry. Yubby, yubby. And that seems odd to leave for somebody that is in a coma. You never know when you're going to need that coma curry. It's odd, though. 
Uh, but you end up having a love you, Momo. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you don't see okra, but I'm sure you have to sniff this. This could be a meal that's been there forever. Who knows? But he ends up eating. He's hurting too. I'm glad that they referenced that hunger. You wouldn't be hung. You wouldn't be too picky. You know, you'd be eating. I, I don't know. And, and I'd even ask you, how long have they? Has he been in a coma? It mm-hmm. might just. Well, I guess a week is a week. Still, you'd still be hungry. But he is hurting. I'm glad they referenced that. And then the love you, Momo. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, man, I can barely move. And then you're like, oh man, he's not going to be able to help. Oh God, the spicy curry got him. And now he's the demon form. It looks a little different. He looks a little bit changed, like almost like a more of a combo uh, deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't look. Maybe it's the mouth is always the tell with yeah. these things. And he's eating, so you can't tell that. But now I look at that curry. It looks disgusting. It looks like like little gelatin cubes or something. But very quick chapter. Pretty good, but still just a filler chapter. I I kind of want, again, we say this a lot, but. This alien invasion, all this stuff, it's been going on for a long time. They uh-huh. have switched up a bit, but I kind of want to see the gang back together. Yeah. going. For, and I'm talking the gang, including Granny, Turbo oh, Granny, Ogeron, Momo. The- I would even take that, that fat dude. I would take him again. You know, the, the Mecca guy, I'd take him. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'd even go, you know, running man. Oh, yeah. The extended squad. Maybe somehow, if this ends up doing it, this little arc gets rid of Evil Eye Gigi, and then I mean, Okoron will still be his diva, but I'd be happy because I think that when Okoron shows up, you might end up triggering Evil Eye Gigi. Though Evil Eye Gigi might actually be a help. Remember, they mm-hmm. wanted to have Evil Eye Gigi power. do some things, and Evil Eye or Gigi said. He can't. He's just going to fight Okoron, so he can't do it. So maybe that'll be it. But what would you give this? Yeah, I thought this was a decent chapter. Like you say, you know, we've been doing this uh, alien invasion thing a while, but now that Okoron's back in the game, eating the cold curry, I think we're finally on the right track to wrapping things up. Uh, I think we're getting to the place where we're getting all our ducks in a row, so now we're going to have a big finish. And I'm looking forward to it. Like you say, I want the team back together, and I think it's going to be a banger when that does happen. But yeah, pretty decent chapter. I want to go with a 7.5 out of 10. I'm going to go 7.5 as well. Ooh. What is the next chapter? We are not messing around. We do not even have time to load In the fact, chapter. I will tell you right now, if you go too far in your final oh, analysis. I'm getting cut off. Oh, no. You're getting the horn. That uh, is I your you cue oh, boy. to get the hell off the stage. So give me the next one. Well, it's another day, another dollar, Jim, because we have Sakamoto Days, Days 109, Kindaka, Mr. Velcro Shoes himself. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, this is pretty cool. We had Kindaka. Remember, you ended up having our crew here, Sakamoto, Megumi, and also Akeo. The girl assassin that I mm-hmm. always forget her name, I have to admit, but they were tasked with going and getting the steel dragon. But then they ended oh. up running into this Kendaka, who seems to be the steel dragon, also likes massage chairs. Ooh. We do kind of learn that it is him. They end up where he has changed his looks a little, though it still is a little ambiguous at one point where I'm like, all right, what's going on? But it's now just fights. Again, just like Dan to Dan, there's a lot of fighting going on here, but... Mm-hmm. It does step it up, and it's one of those things. We wanted the family back and all that stuff, and I wanted you know, the characters that we haven't seen in a while. But if you're going to do these flashback deals from back in the day, 
makes some really cool attack moves and things. And I thought this had it. This had some good spread pages. It also ended up showing you this Kandaka. He's pretty good. He's pretty, pretty fast. Serious. He has light speed shoes. Ooh. The shoes that all the kids at the rec center want. Do you think they light up as well? I hope so. They might. I, and maybe even make noises. I don't cool. know. But you end up, I love the point where you have Sakamoto and Nagumi about to try to smash this guy's head in from both sides. And he ducks down Too as fast. if he's just tying his shoes. Oh. They're Velcro. They're Velcro. <laughs> he's Velcroing them. And it's pretty cool. They he's end up punching guessing. each other. We have to mention that he does have glasses, so glasses. we know that he's sus. Sauce. But the big play is that he is the head of the order. Oh. And this, again, this is backstory. This is flashback deal to see how all this went. And while this is all going on, Akeo and Azuki, who Azuki is Slur X, they're on another level. And I don't mean they're better. They're just in Whoa. the mall of this other level. And they're kind of going through things, and Azuki says that he doesn't like killing. I don't allow killing, and then don't you like have the Akeo like, well, why are you an assassin? It's one of those weird plays. You get this in a lot of books with assassins and things. Well, I'm an assassin because I'm going to stop people from killing. And say, and it by gets doing wacky. the killing. Yeah, by doing the killing. But really, all this does lead to is that you end up seeing that, in fact, Akeo is pretty good. She comes down and actually surprises this Kendaka. She's faster than the other two, but then they kind of all team up to at least take him down. They don't kill him. They smash his glasses, which Uh-oh. we like, but they end up being able to. And it's really, it's a KO fully, but it seems to be the the threesome. They end up going I and think. they get, Sakamoto kind of gets pissed at one point. All of them do a little of, I think we were set up. I think that this whole test was a bit of a setup and mm-hmm. it kind of was. Remember? They were going to fail out. They were kind of troublemakers. It was a suicide mission. Undoable task, Un- and they seem to be doing it. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. But they end up fighting, and then at the end, they take this guy down, and he asked, hey, you little punks, you want to join the order? If you can't beat him, His join glasses him. crack. I like that you get the, the word bubble from crack. the glasses crack, and then it goes, ooh, that's trouble. But you also, again, still have this whole play of Azuki kind of watching stuff and not Doing letting what he thing. sees. And mm-hmm. this whole thing was spurned on when Shin said to Sakamoto, tell me your background, you know, with X and Slur. And t- sh- tell me what your deal with the order is, and that's why we're doing this. But I thought it was pretty good. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought this was a banger. Another action. All right, right. you're enough. Oh, too much, too much. Not as good as Marriage Toxin. No, um, I thought it was a banger. You know, nice and quick. Lots of action. Uh, I really did like this fight, uh, even with this super-powered sus velcro shoes. Uh, I liked when they got the fridge action going, when they threw him in the fridge and then oh, kicked it. Oh, it's cool. That was cool. Like you said, there's a lot going on behind the scenes with it. Uh, Izuki, is it? I don't know. Long neck, turtleneck, dude, sus business. Yeah, he's got the turtleneck. Yeah, and Akeo is actually really cool as well. So I'm really liking this flashback so far. It's the shot in the arm that this book needed to get back on marriage talks level. I'm going 8 out of 10. I'm going 8 as well. Me and you are right on board. It feels more focused than anything we've been doing for the past months. It's actually, even if it's a flashback, even if we're not getting all the characters that we yelled about, it's very focused, very tight. I'm enjoying it and has some bit of humor with mm. it, too. It kind of gets that whole flavor of why we like Sakamoto days in the first place. But 
Another book we always like is next. What is it, Luke? Oh, well, returning to the very weekly show, uh, we want to keep an eye on this one, Chip, because it's Undead Unlock number 149. You see me now. The fact that you're not saying that is it? Does it know? Is it Kenny Benashi? <laughs> oh, it never fails that you mess Oopsie up the order. Jersey. Here we go. Undead Unlock. I, I, it's not that big a deal, but I, I wanted to end the first section with the new book and like, yeah, but here you go. I'm so excited to get to this messing book. You know? up. I mean, you know? this, is, this is where you That's sit back. the nonsense horn. Yeah, you, well, this you, is where you get to take the lead. I am taking the reins here. You sit back down there. Old Have man. my itchy trigger finger oh, on this whole horn, but I'll just tell everybody, I've said it before, I haven't fully caught up with Undead Unlux so oh. going into it. I was a little bit wary. Oh. What am I going to get? What am I? And you were right. It's a good chapter to jump back on. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to read all of what I, I missed a lot. I didn't yeah. realize how long it's been, but I'll get caught up. But in the meantime, I really like this Mr. Sean character. Sean. And it really is a one shot type of chapter to give you and character spotlight why didn't we get these we didn't get these as much at the beginning mm. of the the run and it was something that i kind of ended up with a lot of the characters losing track of them this is why we stopped reading it but then i read this i'm like this is really good like mm-hmm. i'm in i know this character now i know his motivations i feel bad for him but then i'm happy but you go. Tell us about it. Yeah, I will say we hopped off. We were kind of losing steam on this book. But ever since we've done the loop with Fuko in charge, and this is the Ragnarok loop when the Earth blows up, this is their last chance to do it right. So basically, she's getting the unstoppable team together, Jim. I didn't even yes. mean to make that pun, but I did. <laughs> yes. uh, so, and they're going to make this time, we're going to do it right. And this is what they're doing. They're getting all the team together. This is Sean. Unseen. This is his spotlight. Basically, they're in not Vietnam, uh, fighting the wars, and uh, they're trying to save Billy and a bunch of these other guys, like Creed, with his unstoppable ammo gun shooting. Uh, but basically, Sean is going to be their ace in the hole, even if he doesn't want to be the ace in the hole, because we see we got flashbacks of him being a kid. He's always worried he's going to be the side character, just like his pops. He don't want to be like his pops, Jim. Until he realizes that he should be. That's pretty good. We got so little of him the first time round. Mm -hmm. And I I think he pretty much showed up and then died. We didn't get his character at all. So it really was nice to see this kind of the comedy, like, oh, I'll help out the team. I'm such an important guy. But then when push comes to shove, he reminded me a lot of a kind of maybe a Zenitsu. You know, like he's a bit of a coward deep down. But like, you know, when his buddies need him, when he finds out what the real things that matter are, Jim, when push comes to shove, he's going to get the job done. Because he tried to run, but he couldn't. Not so invisible. He had that insignia deal, that pin, and it was seen. So Creed was shooting at him. But in the meantime... You get all these bits of this backstory, and I love the idea that he he was like perfect for this role for this mm-hmm. movie. But the problem is, they every time he blinks, him. he disappears. So that's kind of odd, and it doesn't work out, and it ruins kind of his dream. Mm-hmm. But then by the end, the whole play is is that anything it almost comes down to anything he cares about will end up disappearing I do like when that. he closes his eyes, and then at the end. He cares about Fuko and the crew. So he, I I thought it was a very good progression in one. And that's the other thing that you have to realize, too. In this, this is a loop where 
he's upgraded even more. So mm. that was cool, too. Did they spell that out? You know, if you haven't read any on Dead Unluck, it'd be tough to just jump in. But if you mm. have fallen off of it, it is one of those where I think it, you just read this and get inspired to go back and catch up. Absolutely. Because it, it is, it feels, it does feel different. It feels to me yep. more like they're taking the time to explain things. Well, I think the main thing is the characters. That, and that's the, our favorite chapters of Undead Unlocked back in the day were the, the character focus. And this this new era with the loop uh, is really focusing on all these characters that we never got a chance to see. It's a very cool read. I'd recommend it to and anybody. And it's a really cool way to go back and focus on characters we didn't see. Like you said, mm-hmm. I forgot all about Sean. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, he just died. You'll be keeping an eye on him now. Yeah, really. He's not going to disappear from Ooh. my focus. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought there was a banger chapter, one of my favorites this week, in a very strong week as well, I might add. Uh, I'm going to go 9.5. Ooh. I'm going to go 9, even though I, it feels weird to rate it since I haven't cut. But I'm going to rate it because of that. Yeah. I actually thought I was going to read this and think, I'm not going to be able to contribute anything because it's just going to be this nonsense. I kind of got caught up with a lot of what's going on yep. right here, right now, and really like the character. But what are we going to what are we going to end the section with, Luke? Oh, well, I suppose we'll get back around to what we should have been doing. But the Kani Banashi's what's the story in Chapter Fifty Two embodiment with a yes. cute color page, kind of. Yeah, it is cute here. Uh, you end up getting Kasei. I mean, it's weird to have him on the color page. Yeah, where you I didn't use... know what was going on with his arms either, because he's got the sleeve, and then he's got the like, yeah, it's hands like coming sticking out. out. What is going on? He's... Oh, my goodness. The third arm or the third leg, Jim? No, I don't know that it's the third leg. That would be very, very sus. Uh-oh. Uh, I just I just think it's odd that you get back to Kasei. He's there. He hasn't been in the book for a while. And now you give him the color page. He's back in a big way. Again, though, this book gets a lot of color pages. So it is very popular, especially in Japan. So we'll get back to Akani and what, say two more chapters. So they'll Maybe. wig around and give another. But you end up having this being kind of this Kasei deal. We had him last chapter, and it was kind of rem- a reminder. You get a backstory. In this one, with the Rakugo going on, he's going to give this Rakugo story. It's about uh, an older lady who falls in love with a young man but gets jealous because another young lady comes around. Again, me and you, the Rakugo, that gets kind of on the side. Like you just said about Undead Unlock, a little mm-hmm. out of order, but you still said it, Luke. The idea that we're here for the characters. So the Absolutely. real character part of this in a story that you do not get much of a Connie at all, which no. I don't often like that. But we've talked about this in other times. Sometimes it's refreshing to yep. get something else. Though, the spotlight on somebody else. What you get here is that Kasei is just like Isho. And, you know, Isho, he susses all get up. So when you have another master say, he reminds me of Isho, it's in the eyes, and then you have, and it's all through this, you know, hey, Mr., I'm going to report on the Rakugo news deal, and he ends up finding out that really Kasei is not nice. He will cut anybody's throat, he will do anything to win, and if you're in his way, he will just bash you, one of those being a con. So this is the play of, and I like the setup, because we're not so sure if this is completely 100% what Say might do, mm-hmm. he might really like, you know, a Connie, but it sets up the rivalry to a point where, oh my God, like he might try to crush her. 
he might do that. So we'll have to see. But really, by the end, again, there's the Rakugo in that. And everybody's all, you know, like, he's the best of the best. He's crazy. He's only 21, but he's, you know, one of the best out Rising there. Rising star. Yeah. And, and, you know, he does it through the seduction. It kind Ooh, of plays off what we had. seduction. Yeah, it is such seduction, but I like where every time we do get somebody doing the Rakugo, they do have their own techniques. They do oh, yeah. spell that out. This is his way of doing it. Akani seems surprised. I mean, Akani's there, but she's not really saying anything. She's just watching, and it's almost like the idea where she's going to realize, I'm nowhere near as good as him. But in Ooh. the meantime, you get, I'm telling you, as this goes on, Sus Master talking, he gets even darker and darker. But by the end, you really set up. To say as the villain, he is a demon. He'll do this, and even the way that it intertwines with this Rakugo about a jealous one is pretty good. But overall, mm-hmm. I I I got to say I kind of want to get back to Akani now because <laughs> we do love her, and maybe maybe get some other of the characters that we haven't seen in a while. But this does set up the rivalry. Problem in this book is that. Most people love Connie so much, and even when they don't love her, they will grow to love her or yeah, find out her. that they were wrong. So we need somebody to be maybe ruthless, and this might be Ooh, to say, which is kind I of a so. that I didn't see coming. What would you give it, Luke? Yeah, I like this book a lot. I think Kasey is a very interesting kind of foil for Connie getting set up here, you know, and the fact that even the other guy who was also a pupil of the Masters. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's even seen how ruthless Kasey can be. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, he can tell the sus stories. Because even like that one page when he gets the spooky eyes going, I'm telling you. Oh, is there a mummy around the place? Oh, yeah, yeah. There might the, be. It won't be explained, but it'll oh, be. Oh, no. Yeah, but like you say, having a rival here, we're already all rooting for Kami. We want to see her, but to have somebody who can kind of go toe-to-toe as a... Not, well, I don't know if there's any villains in the storytelling world, but as a rival here, I think will be very interesting, and I'm looking forward to it a lot. I thought the banger chapter, I'm going to go 8.8. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to go 8.5. I Ooh. think that I'll go full out 8.5. We still have, remember we had Hikaru, the voice actor girl that showed up like last chapter for like a second or even what a, a chapter before and we didn't get back to her. I want to get back to her as well because that was pretty cool. But I'll go 8.5 but that's the end of the first section flying through Lou. Oh. We're doing this streamlined. Uh, so everybody I hope you're enjoying it. Hope everybody checks out Undead Luck. We'll take a little break and we'll be back with four more books. And we're back from our huge oh, break dude. there, Luke. How what are and what are, oh my goodness, what are we going to start this section with? Well, next is no fabrication, too. Because we, I don't know why I'm on so on point with these title <laughs> drops today. Really on uh, fire. On point. Oh uh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, what? The interesting thing, before we get into it, the interesting thing about this one is we don't get the title drop to the very last page of this one. I know. What is the title of it? Extra crispy. It's Fabricate oh, 100. Chapter 12, Reunited. And does it feel so good, Jim? I don't it know. It does feel oh. so good. Peach is an herb in the house. That's big, old people's old music. People. You shouldn't be saying aye, that. Aye, aye. If you don't remember the last chapter of Fabricant so 100, you ended up where... Where is it? Are we going to tie into where this girl is? Because the idea was, my sister's in trouble. That guy came down and, and got shot. And I think the sister's been left. I thought that the sister was going to be the, the sniper. It is not. Nope. So it's we go into pads. this. 
Yeah, really. We go in and, and Hugo, he's there hanging out with a Shibi Fabricant 100. They got to get up to this mansion. They're talking about this whole play and a Shibi wants to know what gives. What's the what going on? Whoa. And you end up having Hugo, I'm not telling you. I think I will not. Until a Shibi says, well, you're trying to, you know, see if I'm good enough, but that's cheating. You're a cheater. That really throws Hugo. Oh, no. Cheater. And he's like, all right, well, I'll let you know. But the big play in this chapter when he says that this fabricant in the mansion collects children because it's got the eyes. It's got the eyes that see everything. And you get this play of a higher number of the fabricants, say Fabricant 100. They have more intricate plans of what they want to do and how to do it. They're going to gather up kids, raise them. Because this this sniper, sus sniper we'll call Ends up having a plan very similar to, to Fabricant 100. The thing is, I'm waiting for that, oh, we meet again, Fabricant 99. Oh, like, no. I'm waiting to get a number, but they don't really give the number. The number drop is going to be like the always oh, time again series with number 68, you know, oh, geez. 69, dude. 69, That's the sexiest dudes. Fabricant. I seriously, eventually, we have to get to the, I don't know who you are. Oh, I'm Fabricant 101. Oh. oh my goodness, we didn't <laughs> know there was a 101. Like we have to, but I I'm always wait for this big minus deal. one. Oh, that would be hilarious. We, I always want to get this reveal. Like, okay, what sort of level are we at? This one's just a higher level, but it, it's just a sus. I do like the idea that there's different weight, like there's different problems facing the early ones compared to the later ones. I like that more idea. More fabricants, more problems, is Indeed. what they say. That The problems for the little, or like if you're a number nine, hmm. you might just like, I want an arm, and then you're fine. You're I mean, not going to want that crispy arm. The, like yeah, no, 99. the lower ones, they're, they just do what they got to do. Like, you hey, they, they're not really forward thinking. They don't want to get fancy. The later ones, which throws the susness of 100 in. But even so, what happens then is they end up saying, well, we got to get to this mansion. So old Hugo, he just steps up. Now, should we start calling him Neo? Because the next thing you know, you get all these bullets in. He seems to bullet time stop them and then push them to the side. And then runs up to, takes off, runs up towards the mansion. So in that, the weird play is Fabricant 100 seems to be inspired by this, says, oh, he pushed those away like a pebble, gets a pebble, boom, and shoots it all the way up to the mansion and takes the eye out of this Fabricant. And the eyes are special. So what gives? They end up going, and you do even have a bit of a fight where Hugo gets there first. He's fighting a Shibi's man because this is supposed to be my test. You even have one. When you end up having Hugo jump, even jumping almost like a Neo, I'm telling you, and he's in like Matrix. a men in black suit Whoa. type, you know, it's crazy. But he ends up where he's trying to disarm this deal. And when he goes, this fabricant's eyes have healed. Now, this ties into at the one point out of nowhere. I know it's something that happens, but Ashibi goes, I'll cut myself to draw this fabricant out. No, Hugo won't. says, no, don't do that because we're in the woods. He'll be able to hide. But notices, you don't have a lot of scars there. Ooh. Oh, my God. You'd be a really good heroin user. You wouldn't have track marks. And, you know, hey. Uh, but that mm. whole play of healing then comes into tie into this deal because when Ashibi and Fabricant 100 get up and you have Hugo take a shot to what looks like the balls, Uh-oh. it has to be the balls. I'm looking at it now. 
hits the balls in my mind. <laughs> But, and goes flying across the room, probably talking like he's a falsetto now. So you end up Baby. where Ashibi comes up and, oh, my God, what's going on? What's happening? And what this is, is and I never even thought about this. This fabricant was there when Ashibi's family got destroyed and mm-hmm. when Fabricant 100 made the deal with Ashibi. In the meantime... It was like open house. Body part buffet. Body parts were being taken away. So there's a bunch of fabricants, including this one, that have body parts of Ashibi's family. Because of that, because they are special, it wasn't just Ashibi. It was the Al family. Mm-hmm. They are healing just like that eye. And I think that that's a pretty cool move, especially kind of this stage and this early, because me and you keep thinking, how is this going to continue? Are we just going to hunt down the fabricant of yeah. the week. This makes it more personal. So now Absolutely. I do think that Ashibi will want to hunt down specifically the ones who stole his family members' body parts because that's, I mean, that is desecrating his family and Uh-oh. things like that. And in the meantime, are we going to get some wacky thing where Fabricant 100 starts to say, well, wait a minute, I can make myself be the best of your family if my get sus. I don't know, but I thought Whoa. it was good. And that's a huge, like, huge thing at the end to have that with this family deal going on so i thought it was good what do you think yeah i thought this was a banger like you say every time we're thinking because the con we thought the concept's amazing but you know our worry is it's going to run out of steam but you keep on adding extra little twists and turns along the way to keep it fresh keep every chapter excited this book is one of the best that we're reading every week and uh, we got sus pinstripe man with his healing abilities and even a nice touch like with the no scars on the arm painted, that's the little hint before we even get the big twist at the end that, you know, the Yao family is special. Uh, and now there's a little bit of them in all of us. Jim. Everyone. Oh, oh there is. <laughs> Not in the sus always way. always within you. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Maybe um, in the sus way. Maybe in the sus way. I don't know. Uh, and Hugo doing some cool Matrix action, even if uh, his family jewels are a little bit uh, scarred after this event. Uh, yeah, I thought very cool chapter. Loving this book every week. I'm going 9.2 out of 10. I'm going 9 out of 10. I thought it was really good. And uh, this book does something that some of the really good books do. They end up, you don't fully get to the point where you want to get out of something. Like, oh, man, we've been here. We've been on the boat. We've been doing this. We've been doing sports. It's just the right amount of pacing. Yeah, it ends up like you have something happen right before you might worry about things going on too long, which yeah. changes everything. Yeah. So I think it's really good, and I think it's really, really well done. But what are we talking about next? Well, we're going to go from something with good pacing to something with sus pacing always. Oh, well, a surprisingly cute color page, and not sus at all this week, I would say, Jim. Uh, for the a for the a Akashi triangles. That's the next one we're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, really, what we were gonna do? Just as oh, a, it was supposed oopsies. to be Spy Family, oh, and I'm like, goodness. what the hell are you talking about? I started yeah, getting angry. Uh, <laughs> I have Keshi though, which we're doing now. It does have a very wholesome color page. I'm surprised. I mean, I can sit and squint a little and maybe see Lucy's panties. Oh. I at least have to squint to do that. That's usually what you don't have to do. Usually I'm squinting go. to avoid it. Please. But yeah, I I think that this is a really cool play to get Hinojiki to have something to do and make spotlight. him in the spotlight and to continue on because I completely had left him behind. Oh, yeah. I forgot this dude existed. 
it also makes Lou more pre- it gives you her know, a reason a also the fact that yeah, because she's one of my favorite characters indeed without even really being in the book that much and now she can see things more than we thought all that stuff but really this chapter it's very quick and what this ends up being is let's up the ante with i said Hinojiki, but let's get girl matsuri to be inspired to trust people but also that means going back to the crew and accepting what that means And it is kind of like The end of this mini arc But it actually sets some things up That I'm looking forward to And it does have people a-buzzing mm-hmm. In those comments of what this could mean Because this seems to set The female and male Met series as full out They're just going to continue in this book In my mind, mm-hmm. this is where like I thought that this was going to end When she turns into stone A dream come true for Suzu I thought that this was going to be That Matsuri girl version is out I thought that she might die, sacrifice herself But she does end up with this Medusa devil You know, this deal, this Ayakeshi The idea that Hinojiki is surprised That the plan that this Matsuri has Is to trust him to win the day and he does he's so sus power he has those hands with with mouths and it's awful it's it's yep. ridiculous. but it's slicing and dicing lose there with the panties i'm like really we didn't need that also i love the idea that these hands they're attacking the medusa but they're also helping save Lou, she's going off. Matsuri jumps in Whoa. and tries to use this pinwheel, but gets turned to stone. But that allows then the surf hand attack. Yeah, and if you have been reading the book, it's a neat play because what Matsuri's doing here is kind of the way that Matsuri and Suzu originally took down Hinojiki, the kind of deal, and then go behind. He realizes what's happening. I love that panel when you see those two different eyes where he's surprised when she yells. The back of its head go that's what i usually Whoa. yell when i'm dating but i'm Uh-oh. pretty sus i i think <laughs> but yeah i end up where all that going down she trusts him to win the day and he does he's riding on the rocket hand it's really cool great. and the art's great and not as much sus in here and it does show you again when when you, they need to do something and get it really done and nail down right. the deal they they end up leaving a bit of the sus behind, and I wish that we did that more, but you end up where you see everybody coming. You don't even know at one point, like, did Matsuri actually live? The, you know, because mm-hmm. we see the, the whole family and the staff with Lou. They come out of it, and the funny play is Lou is insane. Like, she thinks there's aliens. That's how they kind of made her accept all these things. But she starts talking to her family and staff about it. And you know that they're just sitting there like, here she goes again. Nod your head, guys. Remember the paycheck. And even when they're like, where's the creature now? Right here. It's this pendant. They're like, whatever. Okay. But you end up. And I love when they're like, hey, well, how did it get taken care of? And she goes, it was taken care of by alien agents who secretly protect the Earth. And then she winks at him. It's so cute. Makes I love sense. Lou. And then just as a play. The outfits do play off again like a men in black type of deal with Matsuri and Hinojiki. And they start talking about trust, what this means, how it can all go forward. We're on the same team now. We have the same goal. This reminds her, maybe I should end up being what I'm saying to him is true with me, too. I'm going to go back and I'll see what's going on. And, yes, Suzu just runs and tackles female Matsuri. One of the things is that people are thinking that Dark May is going to be into male 
Matsuri, while Suzu always seemed to like the female Matsuri as well. So you end up where that might be the play. We haven't seen Dark May in a while, so that would be a cool deal. But with all that, what would you give it? I thought this was a banger, a nice wrap up to the Sus Mansion. Everybody getting stoned arc. Um, oh, and my. That's a good type of story. <laughs> Say no to drugs, kids. Indeed. Uh, and like you said, surprise. Okay, like, uh, you know, Matt Street did kind of lose some of her clothes whenever she was getting turned into a statue. But surprisingly, little sus moments in this book. And like, like you said, you are a prude. And you do like when, uh, you know, the sus stops and we get to some nice uh, character action. That's what we do like in this book. I think it's a great way of tying Suzu uh, and Hinojiki all together. Hopefully we'll be able to see more of them. They're two of our favorites. I didn't even know Hinojiki was my favorite, but now I like him a lot. Always did like him. I like his character design too. Yeah, and even to have the girl Matt 3 kind of be uh, reassured, you know, she's part of the team. Obviously Suzu missed her a lot. And now that uh, both the male and the female Matsuri are in play, I'm sure the shenanigans will only get crazier. Yeah, Uh, they have to. All about that. So, yes, indeed, uh, a very solid chapter. I'm going to go 8.8. I'm going 9. I also like where, just out of nowhere, you you get reminded of Soga. He's there with his shirt off yelling. And then even that, it's a weird play at the end where you do get the male Matsuri and his, like, face is really made to be just nothing. Yeah, hanging in the back. What is Ooh. that? Is that kind of a little deal? But I do like, you know, once you see that Matsuri's inspired by Hinojiki, who is protecting Lou and says, I want to go protect Suzu, but I want to do it by her side. That's why she goes back. And it's like one of those chapters that it's like, all right, that's why I like this book. Let's go. I liked it. So I am down with that. What is <laughs> what is now next? Look? Well, the next we're going to get back on mission. With our schedule, yes. Jim, with the oh. Spy X Family's Mission 76. Bada bing. Yeah, we have pretty much Starlight Anya. She is singing it up, Whoa. cute as a button. All of this going down. She even continues singing about the crappy car that <laughs> Lloyd has made me laugh so much. And these are the things, again, like, I can't wait to see this if we get that far in the anime because it'd be so cute and i like where she's singing she's like this car's really shabby and smaller than a bus and way more crampy i wanted her to say crappy would have been better but they don't have the budget lloyd is there and this is like the classic like disney type sing-along musical where the other person there is like no 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 that's not how it is and that sort of thing he's like listen i have a, a wise budget I can't end up getting anything fancier. I'm like, geez, I don't know. I've seen you use that budget a lot. I think he doesn't care. But Did, weren't they buying castles? And now they can't yeah, even buy I cars. I mean, seriously. Oh, geez. So all of this ends up being where it's the repercussions of the whole kidnapping bus scene. And Lloyd's upset. He thinks that you have a problem here that, uh, you know, Anya is upset. She ended up crying, running to your. But the thing is, she kind of knows what's going on the whole deal because he even says, I'm sorry I wasn't there to pick you up and take you home. She knows he was. He's like, I know you were. But the big play was Damien and why his mother was acting like that. But she has, he can't just come out and just say stuff because it was through the reading of minds and all this swirling around. But she's trying to figure this out. While everybody thinks the kids aren't going to get over this easily you see that kids kind of do and they get involved in other shenanigans like 
the idea that everybody thinks that Anya is the greatest thing. And because of that, she gets a swelled head. Because of that, Damien gets jealous. And Damien and Anya, as a friendship, I thought that we were down at ground zero again. Like we're starting at zero and working ground zero is a weird way to say it, but at (laughs) zero. No, it it doesn't look it. It looks like Damien now is almost ready to step up and Mm -hmm. tell the bully boys that he likes to Anya because he ends up coming in. Everybody's like, hey, that's great there, buddy. You did great. Everybody's there. The bully boys are waiting. The big play, though, is when he went home after that, he was hoping to spend time with his mom. We really be reminded she doesn't even live in the house with them. She went off to her own residence. But she does do the food wars. So that's the weird play. You're getting that, you know, that back and forth again. She that's cares. That's personality. She does care, but something, maybe his father, it seems, but something, mm-hmm. you know, she cares, but she's never there. But she still cares. So, and this is something when you only have that, Damien later gets mad when that one guy, it's like, not even gossip kid. It's like rich snob kid. Like, what? Whoa. You go shopping for yourself. And then the next, what? You make dinner yourself. This kid's always there to yell. And Damien gets a little mad at that. But when Anya comes in, Anya is so into this idea that everybody loves her. She's now the double starlight Anya in school because she has two Stella stars. She's even, and I was really worried, not very nice to Becky. Becky comes in and is like, hey, what's going on? And you end up where Becky just, yeah, Becky just wants to get involved. And Anya's like, you're stealing my thunder, you Mm -hmm. jerk, and starts going against. And the best play of this, if you love this book, love Anya, I don't know why, how you couldn't. But she starts to work against herself because of her craziness, where Mm -hmm. she's like, now she's upset with Becky. So instead of the plan, because she comes up with an epiphany, why don't I just ask Damien to my house? Like the whole idea of waiting to get like, that's huge. That actually makes so much sense. And I love she's like, that's like the opposite of plan B. So it's the B plan. plan. And she's all excited about it. And it's funny. But then Becky says, oh, it's awesome at. Anya's house. Her mom taught me some moves. Anya gets pissed. No, no, my mom broke her neck. She forgets the B plan. She just wants to. Oh my God. I think the era of Anya, that that panel might be the best (laughs) panel in the whole series. And also, just the idea Becky jumps in because she's afraid that Anya's going too far and doesn't want everybody to hate her because. And she's right. Yeah, she is. It happened already. They called her a liar. She. She doesn't know what she and she gets angry, but I like that she realizes that, but then she's gone. But when she the B plan is really good too. Uh but yeah, the whole play is the kids end up where, okay, you're you're just a peasant. Damien yelled it, he was jealous, he yelled it out, Becky knows, and they all are into it. Oh, maybe I want to be a peasant. Maybe I want to be. It's like the the song by Pulp, Common People. They all want to live like common Ooh. people here. Oh. But when they go to do it, they're not going to be able to do it. Just the cockroaches on the wall. I'll just keep talking about that oh, song. Really? But you end up where Anya ends up like, hey, I want to eat like you. How do peasants eat? And going through, which works <laughs> out because of, you know, the big deal with how York can't cook. But when it's not cool enough, she starts lying. Becky tries to help. And then jealousy comes in. Uh-oh. But the whole play here is Damien. Damien starts screaming and yelling because he gets so mad. He's jealous of all these people paying attention to Anya. He starts calling her, you know, your mom's a gorilla, your dad's a fraud. Uh-oh. She actually starts crying. The bully boys are like, man, you haven't lost a step on your trash talking there, boss. He apologizes. 
That's he said, I'm big, sorry. That's big. That's huge. In front of the Bonnie Boys, too. The best is he's like, I'm sorry. Look, I'll bring you some candy to oh, make up for it. Candy. Just don't cry. And she's like, what? And then look at the bully boys. What happened there, boys? <laughs> and then he gets mad. I didn't apologize. He tries to say somebody, a man who apologizes is more of a man. I'm Whoa. more. I won. Anya is all confused and then everybody's confused. By the end. But you have Time everybody go as Damien and Anya start arguing while the bell's ringing. They're out there and it does say. And so they both relate to class like good friends. Because, Ooh. you know, a lot of friends argue like that. So, yeah. I, this is a big step, and I like that. I love the Anya stuff, and Damien becomes the hero. I mean, he's the gem, maybe of the week, but also of Ooh. this is this chapter because Anya is way over the top. I mean, Anya is kind of a jerk in this. So you get Damien, who isn't, and you feel bad for him with his mom at the one point that you know, sus rich kid, you make your food yourself, your nonsense, and he's like, you better shut up, man. <laughs> like he's thinking to himself. <laughs> My mom made that dinner. It was awesome. Delicious. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was very good. What do you think? Yeah, we always like these school chapters and like, you know, like Sospos. We had a lot of them, but really, these are the spotlight. We love Anya. We love Damien. We love Becky. Even Becky trying to do what's best for Starlight Anya, and she's still being sus. She's um, always there. Yeah, I really, I re- really do like these, and to have that relationship developing between Damien and between Anya is so, so good. We've it's been the slow boil. We've had it. We haven't. They used to hate each other's guts, but now we see just like good friends. They're getting closer together. What are the bully boys going to do next? I don't know how they're <laughs> going to react to this. But uh, yeah, I'm loving this development. Uh, really good stuff. And Spy Family continues to be a solid read. I'm going eight point eight. I'm going 9.5. Whoa. I loved it. I And if I had a thing right now where I would pick, I always say that Anya's the given, but if I would pick my three favorite characters and not, I could even put them in order maybe, but Becky's almost number one. I, I'm And Damien. Damien's shooting up there. It's I'm Becky, really Damien, and Anya for me. I like yeah. those three way more than even Lloyd and York. Yeah. Uh, because that combination and... <laughs> Bully School Boys are up there in the top ten. Oh, Bully Boys make the top five. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, if they ended up ever having, and I'm, maybe they have already in Japan. The Bully Boys spinoff. Uh, I'm just saying that poll, the popularity poll, the Bully Boys better just be together as the Bully Boys. I don't need them individual. You They're a split tandem. And really, you could have the Bully Boys. You could have a side book with them going off. I'd love to see just side chapters of what Damien does at home and what the bully, bo- I'd love to see what the bully boys do at home because I know it's sus. I know it's like one of those things they wouldn't want you to know. Like they go no, home and they, they're they watching have like a soap operas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. And with their moms and stuff, but it, or it might just be they go home and they're just like really nice or, or what. I don't need to go home and see them getting hit or anything. I don't want that sort of thing that I worry about. But Becky too. I mean, I I love her so I'm in. What is the last book, though, of the week? Well, we're going to wrap things up with the last book, and there's only one left, so I can't get it wrong, Jim. No, it's... I was going to say, if you don't get this right, you're in big trouble. Oh, and we're never late for Kaiju number eight. Oh, my goodness. Or monster number eight. Exactly. I have this monster number eight, and that's the thing. I think, didn't the Black Eyed Peas say that, Fergie? You know, you're so Maybe. monster number eight, but... I Luke's think so. monster number late, I think. You Indeed. end up where I was 
I was listening to that last night, oh. actually. The, I, I Vintage. Think I forget which one is that. I think that's Boom Boom Pow, actually. The Boom yeah, I Boom think it is. Pow. See? There you go. The Boom Boom Pow. I was Indeed. only there for Taboo, but still. You end up where you get into this, where Kikuru has run in some problems and going against Kaiju number 15. Mind games. And you end up where... It is a mind attack and ended up Uh-oh. pretty much saying you do everything and all of your motivation has been set for your mom and dad to say good job to make them happy. Well, guess what? They's dead. You ain't going to get that far. I don't know why this really blew Kikaru's mind. I mean, it's kind of obvious. The big players, she is able to legitimately pass her mom. She has upped it. But what does that mean then when she realizes, well, I'm never going to get the praise from my mom and dad they're not going to be able to you know tell me i did a good job now in the meantime the big play of this chapter is while kikuru is kind of you know just standing around even though you know some of the levels are going up but it's problems because it is messing with her mind you Mm -hmm. go around japan you see narumi Versus Kaiju number 11 it is. And he's, yeah, he's having some big problems. You know, he has weapon number one, uh, but he's getting the crap kicked out of him. Then you go to Ashina, he's having problems. The only thing is we don't get Kafka, but everybody is getting ripped apart. And what are they going to do? And the problem is, is not just the idea, oh, we're overwhelmed. Oh, we're this. They realize that these kaiju are now being trained to go specifically against other other people, their attack force. And this never happened. You have kaiju number nine is smarter than anything else. And this is causing some problems, even with the idea where you have, oh, look at this. You end up, you know, Narumi, you end up being able to read my electrical impulses and things like that well what do you do against water and now Ooh. it's trouble he doesn't know and all Swim that with the fishies. So, yeah i thought that it was a, a really cool chapter again it's very quick these chapters yeah. are quick but it's continuing to be really good at one point me and you were kind of you know iffy about the book we were we said it before we were like the haters of this book and people were kind of getting angry but in the meantime i think it stepped up and i mm-hmm. even like the explanation of these monsters they are developing like viruses they are counteracting they are building different ways to go against but this is very personal and this is really set up to go specifically after you know specific people on the defense force but once again we need to see kafka where where is he going to come in i mean this book being kaiju number eight we've it's been a while He's been very late. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, he better get there because it looks like a lot of people are going to die. Uh, but what would you give it? Yeah, I like this a lot. This whole idea of like they're building a defense mechanism against the defense force. I think that's very cool. Maybe that's how why Kafu is going to work because they haven't seen him. So they haven't built any strategy against yeah, him. Yeah, I think that it is so one long. of those. I think that it's because he doesn't really have that play you know because remember these when they're going against these defense force members they're also going against numbered monster weapons that they are aware of Mm -hmm. and it it seems a little different with kaiju number eight and kafka so i i think that there might be some play with that that's why i think that we haven't seen them but uh yeah i i think it's cool though right yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a lot of cool stuff going on here. These matchups, these rivalries going. 
the Hikaru spotlight recently in the last couple of chapters, we didn't talk about it, but I thought that was some of the best chapters we've had in this book. I thought it was really, really good, strong stuff. I'm liking this book a lot, and I am a former Kaiju number eight hater, Jim. So that means a lot when I'm saying that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Kafka showing these guys who's boss. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go with an 8.5. Yeah, I'm going to go 9. I, I really liked it, and it really steps it up. Again, it, it shows you that we hate Kaiju number 9. We hate Top Hat, but he is smarter than what had come before, mm-hmm. and he's trained these, and it makes them all a threat, more than a threat than I thought they would be. So that's pretty cool. I do like everybody at HQ. They're always losing their mind. I mean, these people have to calm okay, down. Yeah, I know we're it, in the middle of attack, it was- it was like looking good. They were like, "Oh, look at that power!" And then, oh, we can't do anything against and this. And now they're just oh. screaming. They're always screaming. They're always just like, ah, "What's going on?" It's true. It's like where Kikaru is going. It's like before, while she was winning, it's like her levels are eighty nine. Oh like goodness. they're losing their minds. They're like, "Oh my god!" And then all of a sudden, oh no, she can't react. She's gone dark. Like, calm down everybody just take a chill pill or something but uh, it is pretty good i do enjoy it and it's very quick it's a very quick read it's one of those because of the scheduling and stuff like that it ends up where i actually think it's better to kind of wait on a couple chapters and then plow through those because yeah, uh you kind of get a big deal and i think this is one of those like you don't have much of that wait for the trade in manga that you do in no. western comics but i think that this is one of those that might play out reading the arcs again when they're done all in a row because they're so quick and go in. Because these last two chapters with Kikoro, even three chapters, they've been Bangers. really good and really like, exciting. So with all of that, though, that's it. Who is your gem of the week? My gem of the week, I see him now. It's Mr. Sean from the Undead Unlock kind of thing. I almost gave it to him. I'm going Damien. I'm going Damien when he apologizes and then says, and says it in front of everybody. I'm still a man. Yeah, he tries to, but he doesn't whisper like, he's there doing it. And he's even going to give her candies and all that. So, and at that point, he was being a real jerk. So I I thought Damien was really, really cool there. So he's my gem of the week, but that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Maybe next week Luke will get all the books down and I'll remember no character problems. names. That would be awesome. But please go over to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Let Luke, maybe somebody should let you in on the, the you know, I send you a whole outline. Do you think I pay attention? We separated the <laughs> books into two sections of four only so that you'll remember it. Seconds before we start recording, I, you tell I me should, exactly what we're doing. I should record it next time without you knowing. I <laughs> went through the thing. At least four times. Said them all in a row. Then I you said, <laughs> oh, to go, oh, what what ones were there? I'm like, here we go. But we went through them again. You repeated it to me. I repeated it. two books in messed up. Oopsie doopsies. Christ, twice you did. Each section. Uh, and then even then we go to the second section of four. I tell you again. We have an outline. I tell you. And you go, oh, these will be easy. I won't mess this easy. up. Easy. Easy for me to get wrong. Oh, yeah, geez. you did. Oh, Molly, but you did well at the end. You didn't That'd go be. on too much. Not as many oohs and ahs. Ooh. I know Stork will be upset about that. You know, that's why I didn't listen. The other day you had one that was like classic. It, it <laughs> sounded like one of the people in HQ. 
in the Kaiju number eight. You, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I thought maybe somebody goosed you over there. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, but Hello. go to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga. I would love to say, I think that this episode that we're doing right here will go up a day ahead of time. It will be an early access wow. deal. But that kind of changes back and forth with your work schedule. We can't, uh, I can't promise that the all people the time. On the I kind of like the way of doing this on a Tuesday. I think it worked on a out. Tuesday. With that, we'll be back next week at a couple other books. Jiang uh, oh. X might be one of those. Jiang X is popping off. I know we're, you know, I'm not going to mention too long because we're on time. I don't want to make it not on time, but that book is ooh, everybody yeah, can you read like that. It. So it's I think we'll get back to that next week. We were going to do it this week, but then we have to record a day early, and I did not have the time. So I have to catch up a couple chapters. I'm Basically, I read the first chapter is what I'm saying for our Manga Monday. I haven't read since, so I got to get on to that. And then we'll start adding some more as we go as well. Also, because of this weird way we did it a day ahead of time, that's why we didn't do Chainsaw Man, because that kind of dropped Ooh. right as we were going to record. So with all that, we'll have all that stuff going. Everybody check out all of our reading clubs, all of our other podcasts, including the Manga Monday show, all that said and done. We are out of here. Thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.